Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. So the last few weeks, we've both encountered different Pride and Prejudice adaptations that we've been able to discuss. Yeah. Neither of us has that this week, but we do have something else that's fun that we'd like to share with all of you, because this episode, we're going to talk about Fitz! Yeah, we finally meet a new character. We meet Fitz, played by Craig Frank. Another boy. A boy! Yay! And we have a fun story to share. We met him in real life! Yeah! This was a couple (laughs) months ago. I remember it was very cold outside. Well, like, cold for LA. Yeah, it was cold at night. It was. We uh, had to park very far away to get... Parking. Oh my, that's right. And that's oh, it was why it was awful. so cold. Because we were like, oh, it's okay. Like, this isn't that bad of a hike. It was like all the streets around there were like, no parking, no parking. I'm like, where do you park then? It was West Hollywood. But anyway, it was the season three launch party of the new adventures of Peter and Wendy. Mm-hmm. And Craig Frank is friends with the, the creators of that show. So, I mean, like, we got in. I think we've mentioned this. We mentioned it, yeah, we did. Yeah, it was was a fun night at the parlor in West Hollywood, and uh, we met Craig Frank while we were there. We just, he was there, and we're very nervous about going up to people. (laughs) We've talked about how awkward we are people, but it's painful. You, like, see us in the corner, and people are like, wow, I didn't know this place had mannequins. (laughs) And we, like, look look for somebody we know, and we're like, okay, oh my gosh, it's Craig. Oh my gosh, he was fit. He's Lizzie Bennett material. Oh my yeah. gosh, can we even look at him? And then we like slapped ourselves in the face with reality and we're like, yeah, well, go yeah. talk to him. We, we approached him and then I did the thing I always do and I pushed Jillian in front of me. <laughs> I'm like, go, now go. <laughs> say something, say something. Slightly more talkative one. <laughs> yeah, and so... Yeah, we met him. I think we've talked about this, but we just want to bring it up again just because this this we finally this meet Fitz. Episode, yeah. These are his episodes. And he was just such a nice guy. He'd heard of the podcast. Yeah, which was we're like, we've never tagged you in anything. How? I know, we're always like so surprised. We're like, what? You know about How do you know us? And yeah, we were just like, yeah, we do the podcast and you're cool and we love we love the Lizzie Bennett Diaries. Go, go LBD. And then that's it. And then I think he had to leave. I think we were like, we are taking up too much of his time. Oh, yeah. We're going to pretend to have to leave to leave him alone. Yeah. We're and gonna not s- have to deal with like LBD fangirls. <laughs> I know. I wonder if he has that problem all the time. <laughs> I know. I'm sure it's a good problem when someone yeah. comes up to you of a, of a thing, of a project you did years ago, and they're like, I loved you in that. And, you know, the flattery, I'm sure, is flattering. <laughs> I think I'd be a monster. I was, well, I, my freshman year of college, I was part of a comedy group. And uh, we made a parody video of Bid Day, which is the day with Greek oh. life that the sororities, basically all the girls who applied to be in sororities, they like find out which house they got into. It's called Bid Day. Mm. And the comedy group I was in, the Kumquat, we made a video basically treating Bid Day like a nature documentary. And it went quasi-viral. Like cool. it got picked up by the Huffington Post nice. and BroBible.com. So I was I wasn't a celebrity or anything, but I had people coming up to me like, "Hey, you were in that thing." Oh, cool. I was in it for like three of the eight minutes. Yeah, but people were like, "That was so funny," and I'm like, "Yeah, it was. I'm hilarious. I'm so funny, and I'm a star." <laughs> even though no one knows my name, and that's fine. <laughs> I had my like 
15 minutes of fame yeah. in freshman year. And a, like, like, kind of some recognition after that, so. Cool. Not to brag, but I kind of know what it's like <laughs> to be in a famous uh, <laughs> video, you know? I had a, one experience like that Ooh. where I actually, I helped with a community group and they were creating music videos for like teens and you kind of help them, you teach them like film production and you, you help them with the script for a music video and we shot it and they got to have like a premiere night, which was really cool for the kids. And so they had two screenings back to back and an intermission in between and I made it to the second one and this little girl comes up to me with the program and she's like, hi, can you sign this? And I was like, kind of like confused i was like um i i don't what and she was like you were in the video i saw you and i was like oh my god yes i'll sign it for you and i was like signed it for me did you like the rest of the videos yeah like you know and like that was a cool moment i'm like is that what it's like all the time for actors i get it that's so sweet she wanted you to sign her program and i was like i played like because it was it's mainly for the for the like middle schoolers for them like they're the stars in the videos and i had like a tiny tiny part did you play an older person um (laughs) like a slightly older i played like the mentor or something. Like, <laughs> so you played yourself. Yeah, basically. That's funny. So it was just funny. But yeah, I mean, I can imagine how for anyone in any project that you're in, it's flattering if someone comes up to you and says, hey, I liked the thing you were in. Or hey, I wanted your autograph. You're like, I've been practicing practicing for this my whole life. Of yes, course. This moment, it's all been leading up to this. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. I didn't realize we were the real celebrities. We're here. the famous ones. We're the ones... Oh my gosh, Ashley Clemens and like everyone who made it. <laughs> really? We're the real stars. That's probably why we have our own podcast. Except when we meet Ashley Clemens and we're like, oh, oh my, my god, Ashley Clemens. We haven't met her, but like, oh my gosh, we're going to be, we can't be Rex. We need resolve. I'm like very confident. We're so unpopular. She's not listening right now. No, I mean, she could be. You she never be. know. Hey, she- Ashley. <laughs> she's tweeted that she at least listened to the interview with Brendan Bradley. Oh, I have no doubt that she like listens to the interviews because yeah, we all support her each friends, other. Yeah. But uh, I think the down the, the the episodes where we don't talk about her, her. Well, I mean, <laughs> her we friends. do. We don't talk about. We do talk about her, but it's a lot to listen to. That's about Lizzie. And yeah, not and not her. But you know, I I listen to anything. Overall that they talk notes. About me. She's yeah. she's a great performer. So. Yeah, we love you, Ashley. We can't wait to see you in Solve It Squad. Oh, this week. This week. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm very excited. It's it's. I feel like I bought my ticket forever. I know. <laughs> it's finally here. So we'll, should we should we carpool? It's in like in North Hollywood. Yeah, we'll carpool. <laughs> we'll, we'll coordinate after we record. Yeah. We'll uh, talk about this later. Yeah. Again, if you would like to see Solvent Squad and you are in the LA area and you want to support Ashley Clemens and the Tin Can Brothers yeah. and Lauren Lopez. It's got very attractive and, uh, and very funny people. The other in it. guy, Gabe uh, Gabe Greenspan. Yes. Yeah. Support all of them. He's not on Twitter or anything, but Oh, okay. He's there. He doesn't count then. If no. you're if you're not on Twitter, you're not a real you're, person. You're no, you're not. So <laughs> some they've got a ghost, I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's jump right into Episode 55, Robot Surprise, written by Jay Bushman. Hi, Jay. Because Jay listens. <laughs> hey, Jay. We know you listen. We're doing like finger guns right now. Yeah, like, hey, hey, you can't see. Hey. Said so Margaret, we're saying hi to you. <laughs> Spread the word, people. Get everyone who's on the Lizzie Bennett Diaries to like come on the show. We give you a special shout out. I don't know if that's actually an incentive. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Someone please check in with Hank to see if he's listened. <laughs> yeah. 
So, this is a fun episode, Yolanda. It yeah. It starts off with Lizzie just dancing around the office. She's cut loose. She's she's living life. Living her best life. Living her best life. Gotta, gotta cut loose. Foot loose. She's kicking off her Sunday shoes. She is. She was, like, popping in and out of frame. <laughs> spinning around in the, in the spinny chair. I mean, let's be real. If you were alone in a big professional office by yourself, yeah. would you just... Like, I don't know, go on the internet? No. no. You would sing your favorite Hamilton songs. Or you, like, take a nap. Take a nap. Or something. Dance know? around like Lizzie did. I don't think that yeah. was entirely unreasonable, what she did. No. And that was the, like, what'd she say? Laugh that, that, that hard in that a while. That hard in a while. Lizzie, get out more. <laughs> I know. She made herself laugh. Yeah. I wonder if Darcy would make her laugh. Oh. <laughs> we don't know yet. You know, it's funny, as much as we love Darcy and we're Team Darcy, is he funny? Yeah, he's funny. He has funny he's moments. He's clever. He's clever. He is clever. He's not like, he can laugh make fun out of loud funny. He's not like John Mulaney It's funny. like a <laughs> funny. Like, <laughs> I should make a t-shirt, you're not John Mulaney funny. You're Darcy funny? Maybe. That's a very specific t-shirt that no one would buy. <laughs> no one would buy it, but I would make it for myself and for you. We would get it. <laughs> we're the world's biggest John Mulaney fans. Hello. Yes. He should listen to the podcast. Oh. I don't think he would care about this series, but we're getting off topic. <laughs> and then she's dancing around the office. Charlotte finds her. Oh, hey, best friend. How's it going? Actually, I need you to come and talk to him. He's expecting you, and we can't afford to alienate him. Expecting me? She's got to keep up appearances for the quote-unquote consultant who mm-hmm. stopped by. That's causing a bit of trouble for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte needs Lizzie to join her in meeting this consultant, even though Lizzie is not employed by Collins and Collins. Nope. She's just visiting her best friend. She's like a mannequin in the corner. She's got no involvement in this company whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But, she, like, Charlotte is insisting. And Lizzie's like, what? Why would he want to meet me? What kind of rich snobby a pause a hush falls over the crowd because it's darcy that that's who it is that's him it's it's he's the one she's got that hilarious line of you know mr berg is his aunt and the world only has 55 people in it that was funny which i think so there might be because everyone's connected to darcy somehow 55 people in lizzie's world that's for sure yeah but uh yep nope he's there he's followed her and of course, when you, you know, you reread the novel, we know, we'll find it. Uh, we're so close to Dizzy Day, Yolanda. I can taste it. This is episode 55. We're about to get to episode 56. And then we're four episodes away from Dizzy Day. Well, really, two episodes, podcast episodes. Podcast episodes, so. yeah. But four Lizzie Bennett episodes, two podcast. Oh my gosh, it's like Wait. so close. I'm having a panic attack. So then Lizzie leaves and cut to she had to deal with Darcy. She was allegedly pleasant. She claims that she was pleasant. As pleasant as possible. And it's so funny because she's like, oh, he had the nerve to ask about my family. Can you believe he even asked how my family was doing? As if he didn't know already. How dare he? And it's funny because now uh, at this point we know he's interested in her. Yeah. I'm sure everyone else sees it. Like, no, Lizzie, he's not being a douchebag. Well, he is. He doesn't know he's being a douchebag to you. He's just yeah. interested. Yeah. he's bad at showing it. And he's, uh, you know, from the first time we met him at the dance when, you know, he's like, 
answering in in ways that don't continue the conversation and like you know not particularly i don't like it here kind of answers now he's like initiating conversations with lizzie he wants to have a conversation with her and lizzie's you know fed up with him she's like my sisters what do you care well i think in this case with asking about her family because it's funny because we know you know when we have the dizzy day proposal day it's like oh your family's insane but like i'm ignoring them for you yeah but to her she's saying she's hearing like i mean to her darcy is one of the people who split bing and jane up I mean, she kind of suspects that yeah. he could be a part of it. She doesn't know the depth of it. No. But she's like, what do you care? You probably know about Bing. Bing and my sister. What happened there? She tries to get an in. Doesn't work. He doesn't fall for it. He's like, nope, they haven't seen each other. Nothing. I I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. I know nothing. And this was her best behavior. <laughs> yeah. She was, I'm sure she like made an appearance, said hi, and like left as quickly as possible, as like politely as possible to like leave. So... She was in and out of there. And of course, she had to reenact her interaction with Darcy and what kind of person he is. Robot Darcy. Yeah. Like, did not encounter sister unit. (laughs) That was also part of the silliness of the episode. She was a robot and it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) She was Darcy bot. We have the the bow tie and the newsy hat. Did not encounter sister unit. Darcy, bot malfunction. Probably the best part is Charlotte walking in on her and seeing that. And Lizzie, for the first time, being, like, ashamed of, of, of costume theater, which we haven't seen before. She's not like anyone's ever walked in on her doing costume theater. And she was like, oh, nothing's happening here. Nothing to see here. Well, yeah. normally she does it with another person. It was the right. first time where she was trying to do kind of a dual role. Like, oh, I'm me. I'm Lizzie. I'm asking questions. And then, Darcy, bot, does yeah. not. Like, it was great because she was in the newsy hat. And the bow tie. And she was doing the robot. Yeah. She was. She had a lot going on. And we learned that she met Fitz. Yeah. She met Darcy's friend and associate. It's very vague. Fitz. Whatever that means. Fitz whatever. Well, because it's funny. I mean, because, you know, back in Jane Austen times, there were like six names. Yeah. <laughs> and both Darcy and this guy were named Fitzwilliam. Mm. So his friend and associate just went by. Fitzwilliam. Fitzwilliam, I need you. That's what... Judy Dench, as um, Catherine DeBerg says to him mm. at one point when they're like at Rosings. But maybe this is a good segue into the next episode. Episode 56, A New Buddy, written by Jay Bushman. We get to meet our buddy Fritz, and he's a good dude. I like Fitz. Another boy. Yeah, Fitz is really cool. Like, he's really cool. <laughs> and friendly. And just, I don't know. It's like rare to come across people you just hit it off with immediately and you want to be their friend he's funny etc and actually i did realize after upon watching these for this episode i forgot that fitz wasn't a romantic option for lizzie because of the fact that he has a boyfriend he's super she's not his type which is fine yeah (laughs) yeah uh yeah no it was i remember because at first charlotte was like you gotta meet fitz you gotta meet fitz and she's like oh are you trying to set me up and no she's not he's He's got a boyfriend. He's got a boyfriend. He's super not not into you or anyone like you. (laughs) You as in you people as in women. (laughs) But it's great because he's like really fun and he knows he is one of these people. And Lizzie points this out. She's like, he's a fun, outgoing, nice person who's friends with Darcy. What gives? And Mm -hmm. he has 
He, I forgot Fitz was the one who coined the term agoraphobic lobster. Yeah. I feel like that's like the number one thing we use to describe him. And yeah. Here we're Quote it all him. the time. Yeah. The guy doesn't always make a good first impression, and he's got the social skills of an agoraphobic lobster. I, I did think it was interesting that, you know, with like Caroline knew about the videos, Wickham knew about the videos, because, you Collins know. Collins knew about the videos. Collins knew about the videos. I think because, well, Col- well. He's in the know. Caroline and Wickham had manipulative reasons for knowing about the videos. They wanted to get dirt. They wanted to know everything about her. That's what they were after. Collins was kind of just like, he wants to know everything, you know? He's just like, he's he's internet savvy. Kind and of. yeah, he fancies of. himself an internet savant. And Fitz is kind of a, this new person who doesn't know about the videos at all. And also, he's not... He, I don't think he, has, he cares. He has no stakes. No, yeah. he, it's actually great because he's like, ooh, like he, he doesn't mean to he just walks in because he and lizzie have plans to get ethiopian food for yeah. dinner uh, this is the second time by the way i've learned about a new food from the lizzie <laughs> bennett diaries tibs tibs yeah tibs. it's a meat dish and it looks yummy but back to fitz <laughs> he kind of comes in to get lizzie and he's like "Ooh, what's with the camera what's with the everything and she's like well because you're my friend now i'll tell you but you have to promise never to watch any of these ever again and he's yeah. like "Ooh, i'm intrigued yeah yeah fitz just comes in and charms everyone being like i want my close-up let's yeah. get in this let's do this and we're like all right fitz is awesome and we want to see him more well, and then, but Lizzie has to confess, no, I said some things about Darcy that are not so flattering. You know, that was actually good of Lizzie. I don't think she's ever done that. I mean, like, well, kind but, of with, because with Caroline and with Wickham, she kind of got caught in that, you know? She got caught, like, well, sort of, Caroline was there. Yeah. It started just repeating everything that's been happening to them, and Darcy was there, mm-hmm. and Caroline was freaking like, more, more, let's, let's trash talk him more. Yeah. Trying to make Lizzie look bad. And then <laughs> just laughing maniacally in the background. More, <laughs> more. Uh, and uh, Wickham is like, oh, I don't want to say anything mean to him, but he's like the worst person I've ever met. But then, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but Fitz is great because he's like, okay, I get why you have this part of you that These doesn't feelings, like him. Yeah. But he is my friend and he does have this good, like, Fitz stuck around to see the good in Darcy. Just like yeah. Bing, just like Caroline, like, he just stuck around and he sees the best in him. And I love that we we get a callback to the wedding when they first met of, like, so what was he doing? And Lizzie says, you know, he was just fake texting. Did he dance with anyone? Yeah. yeah I guess. And Fitz is like, that's my boy, you know? <laughs> He's got those smooth moves. That girl probably is going to remember that dance forever. And then, in a way, yes, she will remember she that did. dance forever. <laughs> yep. She didn't think his moves are too smooth. No. Good stuff. Yeah, I guess we never... Did we hear about the quality of the dance? I, I, I think, think she was, like... I remember freaking like stone freaking cold or something. Yeah. I think it was probably like in middle school where like he, he had like robot arms on her waist and she had like straight kind of mummy arms on his shoulders. Sure. And they're like, leave room for Jesus. And it was like that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I do like that Fitz sticks up for his friend. He mm. knows what kind of person Darcy is. Right. And despite immediately seeing that Lizzie doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is like, you know, Darcy is Darcy. I know my friend. I get why you don't like him, but he's a good guy. Right. And we also I what I also like having him here for is we get a different perspective hmm. on like costume theater because Yeah. Uh, oh, they yeah. talk about what ha- like 
I think it was more of a Catherine de Bourgh-ism than a Darcy-ism, where mm-hmm. she, when she was like, here's the kind of person Catherine de Bourgh is, and she had Fitz play Fitz, and she played Lady, or, uh, Catherine de Bourgh. Yeah. I'm just going to call her Lady Catherine, because yeah, that's who it. she is to me. Yeah. She does her whole impression, and Fitz is commenting like, oh. Like, I can't believe you remember this word for word. This is exactly what I said. This is what she said. And she says... That's exactly what I said. How do you how do you remember these things? I forget nothing. I feel like all that's all the Bennett women, because that's what Lydia says when she's, like, trying to get the party out of Bing and whatever. Fitz Waffles. The name of the pony? Mr. Waffles. Mr. You're, Waffles. You were thinking of the one-eyed dog from Ripped Bodice. I know. Fitz William Waffles. I think about him every day. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Mr. Wevels, you know, the Bennett women forget nothing. Yeah. And so he actually says that is an accurate impression of Catherine de Bourgh. And that's exactly what we all said last night. Accurate. Yeah. It gets the fit stamp of approval. It's a little scary to think that's exactly what she's like. (laughs) Intimidating to say the least. And then we also get Fitz doing some Darcy costume theater. (laughs) He's happy to do it too. Think you can be Darcy? Can I be Darcy? How's your sister Georgiana getting on? Quite well. She's now nationally ranked in tennis. I feel like once I get to know my friends to a certain point, I'm like, all right, let me do this. Yeah. Let me point out all your, like, kind of like what they do on Saturday Night Live, which is they, like, pick a few big qualities about you and Mm -hmm. blow them up. I freaking love Kate McKinnon's Ellen Uh, DeGeneres impression. I mean, any impression Kate McKinnon does is, like, pretty perfect. (laughs) I was thinking about this the other day. The day when, because, you know, we had, like, recently three cast members are leaving. Sashir is leaving SNL. Bobby Moynihan and Vanessa Bayer are all leaving. And it's, Those like... Are big, big people. Right. And, like, no one does SNL forever. So I've decided yeah. probably someday Kate McKinnon... She's already doing movies, you know? So, like... She, I, I'm surprised she hasn't left already. The day she leaves the cast, Oof. I'm going to say to myself, you know, there was a time when I really enjoyed watching Saturday Night Live. And it's funny and it's great. And those days are behind me now. You I'm know, not, I have no reason to go on with the show. Having been someone who's watched SNL since like middle school, it goes through those phases for everyone. I know yeah. we're completely off topic. I don't totally, care. Don't care. But <laughs> SNL goes through these phases where the cast is just like amazing, and like mm-hmm. everyone just gels well, so well together. And you have like people like when when Jimmy Fallon and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were on, it was like holy crap, this cast is amazing. And of mm-hmm. course, they're not going to be around forever because they're going to get snatched up by TV or movies. Mm-hmm. And or both. Yeah. And so then the, the cast always goes through cycles of like, it's good, it's not so great. And then they kind of, it's a revolving door of cast members because yeah. of the fact that they're trying to get that good fit. And for a little while here, there was that like really good fit. Yeah. So hopefully it'll keep going with these new people, but... Yeah, we'll see. It'll, yeah. I I, I always enjoy SNL. It's, I feel like it's always interesting. It also highly depends on the writers. It does. I mean, I feel like Tina, Amy, Will Ferrell was sort of the last golden age yeah. of SNL. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like we're hitting, like, they're just hitting the marks every time. Yeah. I was just thinking the other day about, I was even doing this impression to myself in the car. Kate <laughs> McKinnon, you know, where she plays it's like the mermaid sketches where they have like Cecily Strong, like, oh, and this beautiful mermaid. Oh, okay. And a sailor's washed up, and like, if you kiss me, like, I'll be yours forever. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, great. And then like, 
Kate McKinnon comes up and she's like, hi, I'm Shud. I'm 15% woman and 85% blobfish. And uh, you have to kiss me too. And that's the deal. It's both or nothing, man. I'm trying, rem- I'm trying to remember how this tied back into what we were talking about. Impressions. Character actor impressions. Character actor impressions. Catherine DeBerg. Fitz does a great Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> we got it back. <laughs> we got it back. That's, you just had to take that detour with us. Yeah. We're back. In case you don't know, we're huge comedy improv oh, yeah. uh, fans, so... That, that comes up. <laughs> when we're not doing this podcast, you could frequently see us look, seeing stand-up comedy and yeah. improv shows all around Los Angeles. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Fitz does a great Darcy. Yeah. He uh, wears the hat and the bow tie with pride. It's a very just like monotone, very uh, stiff impression. But that's exactly who Darcy is that, we, yeah. that you know, we see. And I feel like now that we're getting closer, I wonder, I would actually love to ask Craig Frank about this. Because with, with Charlotte, with Lizzie, everyone kind of had to really make up the Darcy impression because he wasn't cast at that point. Mm-hmm. But I would feel like he was probably cast at this point. I would think Daniel Vincent Gore was part of it now. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if Craig Frank still had to like make up an impression we should or if Daniel, if like he was playing off of Daniel Vincent Gore's impression or his real performance. Craig Frank. Come on down. Yeah. We're going to have him on next. You're right. Now I'm looking forward to Dizzy Day because we're going to have to recount all the impressions that have been done of him That's true. before he even existed and how he had to live up to all of that and like be our sort of leading man and uh, there's so much to talk about I'll but this to, is yeah. this is a, like as fit centric as this is it's also very darcy centric because yeah. we're seeing him again but he's sort of more in his element because mm-hmm. think about it every like when lizzie got to know darcy he was in a strange small town where he knew nobody and was just content staying with his crew and now he's with his aunt he's in a business setting like this is where he takes over and because he knows lizzie he's being forceful isn't quite the right word yeah. but he thinks he's putting his best foot forward mm. and yeah. so he's really like more willing to go out and talk to her and maybe he feels like he's more in his elements I think even though we do find out he was sent by Catherine de Berg, I mean, he was, I'm sure, happy to go. I mean, there's a reason that Charlotte had to bring Lizzie in. Yeah, because he was, he said, he was she re- said, he's asking about you. Yeah. So I wonder how that conversation went between Darcy and Charlotte. Like, so is, is Lizzie around? Like, is, well, is she around? Like, is she, can you bring her? <laughs> I bet it's exactly like that. He yeah. had to pretend to act cool about it. Like, oh, yeah, is, uh, how's uh, Lizzie? Was that her name? And she's like, oh, she's good. She's here. Of course, you already knew that. Because remember, he says in the Dizzy episode, he's like, "Uh, I came here. Like, I wasn't, like, called upon. Like, I came here with the intent to, like, confess my feelings to you. So he knows. I know we're jumping. We're totally jumping. Yeah. I don't even care. Because it's just like, that's like the next big thing. We're almost there, Yolanda. We're almost there. And yeah. Oh, but basically, he, he has to, like, pretend like he doesn't know she's there. He's got to pretend like he doesn't care. He's like, oh, I'd love to say hi if she's around. And, of course, she's just upstairs, <laughs> yeah. and he's got to try and pull his moves, whatever they may be. Yeah. We do get the mention of a new character, and actually a bit of a plot point. Mm-hmm. Gigi. Fitz thinks that Gigi and, and Lizzie would get along really well. They'd be really great friends. You know what? You should meet Gigi. 
Why? So I can feel inferior to her practically perfect accomplishments? I'm sure she's also afraid he's a, she's a lot like Darcy. Yeah. I Yeah. She probably thinks she's like Caroline, who's yeah. like so accomplished and so like highly regarded like amongst everyone she ever meets. Mm-hmm. So she probably thinks she's like a little like Caroline, which Caroline just like dropped Lizzie. So yeah. she's not expecting much out of Gigi. But we also find out mm-hmm. that Gigi had quit swimming. <gasps> Oh, splendid, splendid. It was so unfortunate when she gave up swimming. Oh, it's for the best. She wished to focus her accomplishments. Do we do we know any other characters in the show who teach or have participated in swimming? Dun, dun, dun! Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I should have waited for you to say yeah. it. I didn't know that was coming. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, and also... I mean, they throw in the bit like, oh, she's really good at tennis. And Lizzie's no like mentioned twice. Yeah. Like, oh, I do tennis. And we're like, oh, that's so great. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. But swimming. swimming. <laughs> ah, swimming. The plot thickens. Why would Gigi quit swimming? Especially if she was great at it. And since if, I mean, I guess we don't know this, but like if no. George were her teacher, why would she quit? Why wouldn't you be like, yeah, I'm going to the Olympics because of George. <laughs> like not because I love swimming, but because I see him every day in the pool. Gigi probably could have won the gold medal for USA, but she chose not to. <laughs> yeah. Because like, Cause of Wickham. He yeah. cut so many women down. Yeah. But we don't know so, that yet. Officially. Yeah, we don't know it, but we can connect the dots. Gigi, and then a lot of people in the comments do too. Yeah. Gigi quit swimming. George is a swim coach. What happened there? Oh, yeah. The fans were like all over this. I feel like the fans are like piranhas. Oh, yeah. In, in, any a, in an endearing way. Yeah. Like any little thing like that. They're like. Rah, 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 Especially if you have thousands of people analyzing <laughs> line by line, word for word, every single thing. They're going to notice oh, everything. Yeah. They know. I, yeah, I, I do wonder if there's ever been a thing uh, if, about the writers or actors. If they're like, yeah, you know, no one ever caught this one thing. Well, kind of remember Jay told us that um, Collins and Collins was originally going to be a plot point with oh, Collins and his dad. Because right. no one dad, asked about why it's Collins and Collins. I think, or like a few people. A few, did, yeah. But like his dad was the one who had the beef with Mr. Bennett. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should jump into the comments. Yeah. Jumping to the comment section where we read original YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired. For episode 55, Vicky C says, I think I would pay infinite money to see Darcy's reaction to watching these videos. I don't have infinite money, but I would also pay that. Yeah. Autumn Tum says, Ah, Darcy was right down the hallway, so close to being on film. We are sick of impressions. Let us judge him for ourselves. Judge him, judge him, judge him, judge him. That was good. Glockbell says, I know Collins and Collins has a progressive stance on its employees' online statements, and you're not an actual employee, but isn't it a little rude to repeatedly make fun of its backer and her nephew from their office? Classic Lizzie. In their office. <laughs> yeah. To one of the, like, head employees. Yeah, Lizzie still doesn't care. So. Whatever. She could like, be, she could be in office. his house, in his office, doesn't matter. Whatever. V. Byron says, I almost had a heart attack when Charlotte came in at the end. I thought it was either Darcy or a serial killer. Remember, Darcy's been likened to a serial killer. Yeah. What if he's a gay serial killer? We still don't know the answer to that question. That's still a big fat question mark. (laughs) Episode 56 comments, Estelle T. says, Fitz is a total dizzy shipper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He sees it. Zoe Marriott says, 
Why couldn't they have saved the guy playing Fitz to play Darcy? He's totally my type. Darcy's basically never going to be able to live up to the other male actors now, no matter how great he is. I'm serious. Unless they get Benedict Cumberbatch or something, disappointment is inevitable. Wow. What a statement. That is a... She's not afraid to say what she wants. She's like, this guy's my type, and he's not Darcy. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, I mean, this... I think I, I pulled this comment because it shows just how much expectation there was on Darcy, yeah. on Daniel to be Darcy. Like, I can't imagine. No. So crazy. Yep. Molly Vander says, please tell me I'm not the only one heartbroken that Fitz is gay in this because I always thought he and Lizzie had great chemistry in the book. Denied again. Very denied. That Fitz ship has sunk. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so clever. Alex Dalberry says, I think I have fallen in love with Fitz. First of all, the actor is gorgeous and pretty damn good. Also, I love that he's Darcy's friend, but also more relatable than Bing. Not hmm. to say I don't love Bing, I do. And that we get his perspective on the situations. I loved this whole thing so much. Eee! More Fitz, please. That's interesting that he's more relatable than Bing. Because I, I, I think I agree. Because Bing is a Disney prince. I was just thinking so... that, Yolanda. Literally, I was like, Disney prince, Bing, Lee. He's just like frolicking in the woods and looking for Jane and singing. And they're singing to each other. And they come together and they dance in the woods. Yeah. And Fitz, you're like, yeah, you're a real person. <laughs> like, like you'd see him in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> we could see him at stand-up comedy night. Yeah. He would be the comedian. <laughs> It's nice to have another character, though, give some perspective on Darcy. And again, it's something that's so confusing to Lizzie. Like, how does he have so many friends? But Great uh, friends. Good yeah, like really people. quality people. Mm-hmm. They make him look so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or so bad, because they're so good. True. Well, I guess our Dizzy Day countdown is... Continues. <laughs> continues. Four Lizzie Bennet episodes... After that, I don't know what we do. What are we going to talk about? Well, I guess there's like, <laughs> well, what after, are we talking about? After that, the plot thickens a whole heck of a lot. Oh, yeah. There's still, I mean, I feel like the that those last 40 episodes, there's so much that happens mm-hmm. that we're going to have a lot to unpack. So it's exciting to finally get to this arc. Woo! That's crazy that we're here. <laughs> I know. Didn't we like just start this podcast yesterday? I think so. <laughs> we like, just bought this microphone. <laughs> That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash The Pemberley. Or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.